come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing the pitfalls of bitterness according to God's Word. Uh Uh-oh! Uh-oh! We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guessed it, we're going to talk about bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. So let's get right down to it. The world and the biblical meaning of pitfall and bitterness. A hidden or unsuspected danger or difficulty. Anger and disappointment at being treated unfairly or resentment. We can find this biblically in Ephesians 4.31. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. This scripture starts off with an action for you to perform. It's hard to ignore. This scripture is asking us to take off what makes us human. What fun would our lives be if we never got angry, never wanted to hurt anyone, never wanted to fight someone, and never wanted to talk bad about someone to someone else? What fun would that be? Imagine life without envy and strife and everyone getting along. Tell me, what do you see? Let me guess, a life of boredom. As human beings, we have to admit, we love drama. We relish in it. We find our identities in it. It's the place where we develop and cultivate our alter egos, basically our life outside of Christ and God. Let's not forget to look at the end of that scripture, just as powerful. The writer of the scripture is saying, maybe I didn't list your exact adjective to describe how you felt about someone. So they summed it up with this. Every form of malice can be translated to mean this. Any other sin you're thinking about committing because someone made you mad. God knows us all too well and maybe even better than we know ourselves. Let's look at James 3 and 14. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. Do I really need to explain this scripture? If you are mad, say you're mad. If you are hurt, say you're hurt. If you want some get back, say you want some get back. Now hold your horses. Hold on a second there. I'm not advocating or telling you that I want you to do any of these things when you get upset. Don't be so arrogant or prideful that you can't admit your feelings or when you're hurt is what I'm trying to get at. The problem with telling ourselves this lie is we never begin the healing process. That can lead to reconciliation. That can lead to forgiveness. That could lead to restored peace. That could lead to God doing something great in your life and the persons that wronged you. Let's look at Matthew 18 and 15. It says, if your brother or sister sins against you, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. The key thing from this scripture is to do it in private. It's nobody else's business what's going on between you and that other person. 
What does that mean? What does that look like going to them in private, taking it straight to them between you two? It means don't tweet about it, don't TikTok about it, and definitely don't do an IG story about it. Simply don't take it to social media to put this person on blast. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after this short break. We are back live in the PNT podcast studio after that short break. I hope you didn't spend much time pondering that you should just take it to that person, that you shouldn't use social media to fight your battles. You should go to God. So let's look at some practical ways of dealing with bitterness and avoiding the pitfalls. The pitfall related to bitterness is rather straightforward. It leads to revenge or vengeance. And we all know vengeance is the Lord's, Romans 12, 19. And that does not mean that God would do something destructive or hurtful to the person that you believed wronged you. The Lord is a God of love and reconciliation. Let's look at some practical ways. Number one, accept and get in touch with your emotions about it. I know this may be asking a lot, but this is one of the biggest steps to getting over the hurt or the bitterness. Getting in touch with your emotions. How do you feel about what happened? You got to address that. Number two, ask yourself, why am I bitter over this? Am I really upset with this person or am I being petty? Or am I really mad with someone else, but I'm taking it out on this person? You really have to figure out why are you so bitter? Why? Number three, create a roadmap for the future. If you have a plan, maybe this won't happen again. Or maybe you'll be better prepared to deal with it or prevent it the next time this situation presents itself. I'm not saying you're at fault for what happened, but we can always make a plan to ensure that it doesn't happen again. Number four, put a pause on bitter thoughts immediately. Don't give these recurrent thoughts of get back or hatred or I'm mad or I need to do something a minute of your time. If you do, it will eat away at you and there there can be no chance for reconciliation. Number five, talk to or pray to God about your feelings. There's no better listening than Jesus himself. And I must read Matthew 8, 28 through 30 for you. It is, it is, it is, it speaks to this. Come to me, all you who are weary and are burdened, bitter, and, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, when Jesus said learn from him, think about all that Jesus went through. Think about how bitter Jesus could have been through his ministry. But Jesus, Jesus chose to be a God of love and to show God's love and forgiveness. So we must learn that from Jesus. Number six. Find spiritual and healthy ways to release your emotions. Don't keep bitterness bottled up inside like a ticking time bomb. Constructively get rid of the pain. How do you do that? Get yourself around other people. Go out. Have a good time. Go to church. Go to a service. Read a book. Read a scripture. Do something constructive that will allow you to release these emotions instead of keeping them inside. And number seven. While it's the last one, there are probably many others. Forgive yourself and the other person. If you don't, it will eat away at you day after day until you explode. Unforgiveness is the robber of hopes, dreams, and blessings. 
God can't give you the peace you seek as long as you're holding onto unforgiveness in your hands. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were waiting on a few others to join us when I heard someone say, don't judge me. So I thought I would change up my lesson. So when they were all settled, I asked them, how do you feel when it seems as if you are being judged? I heard hated on, bad, like what I'm doing is going to send me straight to you know where, Miss Pam, and like I've let down God. I said, I get that, and that can be a hard place to be when you're feeling judged. But we need to remember that the Bible says in Matthew 7, 1, judge not lest ye be judged. If you do not want anyone to judge you, make sure you do not judge them. Showing another person their shortfalls can cause that person to become bitter, especially if it is not shown in love or if God did not direct you to do so. Who are we that have faults of our own to judge another because we feel that they are not doing what we think they should be doing? Be very careful in this area. When bitterness settles in the heart, it is hard to remove because the more we think about the words of another, it continues to fester and fester, building within you, putting up a wall that you can't find a way to forgive that person. And that's not how God wants us to live. Just like in Luke 6, 37, it reads, Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. But listen to this last part. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. So as as you can see, having bitterness causes you to sin because you can't forgive. But if you do forgive, you will be forgiven. How can you, when what they have said hurts you deeply, how can you forgive? I know having deep-rooted bitterness against another takes time to forgive, especially when it's someone that's close to you. But what may take you a while to get rid of, God can deliver you from it, if you want to be delivered. If you want to be free from bitterness within your heart, ask God to take it away. Ask him to show you that person his love. Regardless of how they made you feel, ask God to remove the pain. The saying is true, hurting people hurt people. Just by that person hurting, they only know how to hurt others. Don't give them that power into your heart. You know you are better than whatever cruel things they can say to you. You know that God has his hand on you and will remove that bitterness from your heart. Just ask. And remember, forgive that person that has judged you or has said something mean to you or may have done something to you. Because you've heard me say it a million times before, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Know and understand that that person needs your prayers and not your judgment. And don't forget, we answer your questions or read your comments on the fourth or fifth week of each month. Don't worry, you can remain anonymous, no pressure. Drop us a line at pntpodcast2020 at gmail. We look forward to hearing from you. In summary, the importance of knowing how to deal with the pitfalls of bitterness. Bitterness, also resentment, will affect everything about you, mentally and physically, which can lead to your physiological self to begin to shut down leading to depression and thoughts of revenge. Healing in your spiritual and physical being can't take place while bitterness, hatred, is present. We all know that scripture. Light and darkness cannot dwell together. That means not even for you. Without your daily bread of healing, we forfeit our joy and peace provided by Jesus' death. 
Instead, we decide to get in line and pick up our daily dose of pain of our past to continue our imprisonment to bitterness and strife. The Bible couldn't be more clear about the perils of bitterness. Why handcuff ourselves when Jesus offers us freedom? Bitterness is the result of clinging to negative experiences. It serves you no good and closes the door to your future. Leon Brown. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.